Welcome, brave adventurers, to the mythical continent of Gaia, a realm of untold wonders and perilous quests that await your courage and valor. As you journey through this land, let your senses come alive as we unravel the secrets of this fantastical world. Gaia is a land of ancient tales and fabled cities, each infused with its own distinct charm and mysteries. As you explore its vast landscapes, prepare to be captivated by the wonders that lay before you. Our journey begins in Arcanaria, a city that seems to blend seamlessly with the surrounding nature. Here, grand towers and mystical spires stand tall, reaching towards the heavens like sentinels guarding the arcane secrets that lie within. The floating gardens of the Minea grace the sky, a testament to the ancient art of magic, where flora of vibrant hues defy gravity and radiate an otherworldly glow. Next, we venture to Astridea, nestled amid the cradling embrace of towering mountains. The Starfall Observatory awaits, a haven of stargazers and celestial enthusiasts. Under a night sky adorned with twinkling stars, you'll witness cosmic wonders and rare alignments that will guide your destinies on this extraordinary journey. The last thing you three remember is following Darling through a door. And as the three of you exit this door, you find yourself standing atop a um, rectangular platform. Um, it's got some some like flowers and there's some grass and you kind of just step upon it. Um, and, and as you look down, look over this edge and imagine this platform that you're on um, is essentially a, just like a large planter that you would see. Um, it's just big enough that you guys can stand on it and it's like floating. And so when you look over the edge, you see more of these platforms like that you're standing on with, with some with patches of grass, some not, some with trees, some with flower and, and, I mean, you were literally in a floating garden. And, darling, you have brought them here in chase of the, the Grand Magus. I think she's just gonna hop down to the next platform. Best keep moving. Look back to the others and like, are you following? Alright, well, uh, time to get some eyes in the sky here. Oh, hold on a second here. We're going to see what's going on with the rest of what's going on in the world. <laughs> Can we just start by saying, there are times in this podcast, for example, with Barrett and Garrett, that we separately of one another create characters and we bring them in. These things happen and play. All right, uh, Gwop, if you want to go ahead and uh, take to the skies there, give us a quick 360, see what's going on, see what's what. Yeah, go on, kiddo. And, and Gwop, Gwop will, uh, <laughs> and he'll uh, unfurl his wings and hop majestically into the sky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he does that. Is there something you want to do, Devin, before I give him a... Um, <clears throat> from from his pack, Osiris will pull like a Indiana Jones-style cat. He'll kind of slap it against his leg because it's... I guess, is it sun shining? Sun shining here? Yeah, it's sun shining, for sure. Go to take care of the eyes, put that on, and, he, and then he'll, as, as he does that, he looks at the the, what, the bird creature. Is it a bird? It's a bird. You just Gorp, is a, Gorp is a dragon. Is a dragon. Okay, he looks at the dragon... Uh, and just kind of stares as it flies around and goes, well, that's pretty neat, isn't it? And right, right there, we're going to pause a second, because it's really important that we just establish some things for the visual theater of the audience. And, frankly, the players. 
Darling, do me a favor and remind your co-podcasters about your character's physical uh, appearance, especially being level 13. Anything, any changes in her time that they need to know of? Um, it's been five years. I mean, it's been five years, but she doesn't look much older than she was five years ago. Um, give or take. Um, but, I mean, when you're a 20-year-old, it's kind of hard to tell sometimes. Um, I like to think her hair is longer this time around, Dwayne. Um, okay. And um, I think by now she should have five tails. Um, still blue. It still has like the little white undertones of fluff um, for her hair and her tails. Uh, Actually, darling, I'm going to tell you one's dark black. <laughs> one's dark black now. God damn it. <laughs> um, no, they're blue, but they tick like the like the hands of a clock. Just <laughs> are all, all around your body. Uh, they probably have that like subtle like ticking motion. It just sways in rhythm of the seconds. Um, but uh, she she wears like a normal adventuring outfit, uh, a little more fitted this time around, uh, less flowy stuff about her. Uh, haven't probably performed this show in a while, so we'll see how that goes. Excellent, thank you so much, Devin. Please tell us all about Alice. Oh, sorry. Um, Alice is a <laughs> full-blooded orc who doesn't have parents. Uh, tell us about Osiris. Oh, Osiris. The next god okay. that you're playing. <laughs> I went from Atlas to an Egyptian uh, god. Question, do I, do I sense that I'm a prince of a, of a group of people that have been undiscovered as Osiris? Um, you do. You do, and they're really good at dancing. Okay. Uh, Osiris rich, is... A treasure hunting archaeologist. He uh, wears like a flyer's jacket, a plain shirt underneath that, tucked in belt, brown pants, work boots, traveling boots. Um, human. He's just a just regular old dude. He's uh, you ever pretty seen nondescript. Maverick? You ever seen Top Gun? It's like how Top Gun dresses in the 80s, essentially. Yeah. Just brown. <laughs> All right. That's me in a nutshell. Shane, tell us. Uh, yeah. No, go ahead. You, you're ahead. Go do it. Sorry. Uh, it's uh, it's funny, you know. And there comes times in this podcast, and we don't talk about it beforehand, but we come together. So Drake um, is like a six year old human man. Uh, he is wearing exactly what Devin described. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, so Drake is uh, 24 now. Uh, so he's a young, uh, elvish man. Uh, he's a wood elf background. He's got kind of like sandy browned hair, which is kind of up and to the side because uh, it's, it's, he's got these goggles. He wears these goggles on his forehead, you know, the kind. Um, and uh, he wears like, it looks like a, like a kind of canvas style, like khaki, um, like, uh, I don't know how to describe it shirt uh with like a with like a white shirt underneath that uh and it goes into like some khaki trousers uh which uh are long pants not so basically it's it's, if you You ever seen goku have you seen the crocodile hunter yeah like that (laughs) if if he fusion danced with goku it would be their outfit yeah that's cool (laughs) because he does have so goku doesn't have any socks and the crocodile hunter had knee socks. So does that mean you have like ankle high socks now? Uh, you can't. You cannot see my socks because my uh, my trousers are bloused into my boots. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that, right. that keeps the critters out when you're in in the, in the environments. And and so now that we've uh, reacquainted ourselves with our champions, our heroes, and, and uh, warp. Uh, oh just yeah, for sake. <laughs> <laughs> just for Devin's sake, so he doesn't think he's a large bird. He's a big bird. I get that much. So out of is it. this like a like a bird? A bird. <laughs> that was amazing. Because <laughs> I forgot. Corp uh, <laughs> is a is a medium sized uh, dragon 
Uh, he is copper colored. He's kind of like squat, like a toad. He's got um, wings that that you know kind of cup around the sides of his bodies when he's not flying. Uh, and he's got uh, like a row of uh, kind of like spiked. Uh, spikes uh, that go down uh, the center of his forehead and make him have a little punk rock uh, mohawk. His face looks Venusaur esque. You know the dragons that have Venusaur face? Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah, that one. Like, all, like most of the ones oh. in How I Met Your Dragon? Where sure. it's like the bigger ones are like. Mm-hmm. Uh, to date myself, uh, we we have a tradition where when we turn eighteen, uh, you get your your final happy meal, your final happy meal as a child. Uh, and my happy meal toy from my last happy meal was a How to Train Your Dragon toy. So I never really got into that. I was an adult with no children when that movie came out. So I, I don't really have a frame of reference. Just go ahead really and cool. cut that out, Jidge. That's pretty sad. Probably the saddest thing I've heard on this whole. Podcast. <laughs> no, I just I, <laughs> I I I have a feeling that the more How to Train Your Dragon references might be coming, and I just want to make sure that everybody I, knows I, I don't know. Them. You just yeah. gotta watch the movies. Well, now they're going to. If you lose a leg, yeah. there will be reference. I know. Yeah. I'm I'm missing. We're gonna a leg. make sure he loses oh, a leg. Drake Drake is missing his right leg from the knee down, oh, and no. he has and he has a, 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 a he has Kato's leg. Yeah, he has, a, he has a mechanical <laughs> leg. His mechanical <laughs> leg, which we didn't realize at this point, is really used for him to saddle up on it and be able to ride Gorp. Gorp hmm. does have a saddle. Yeah, he's he also is famously in love with somebody who's not in love with him, at least obviously. That's how you What other how how I make? We could just make up anything we references. want about how to change a dragon because he wouldn't That's know. That's true. I really wouldn't. <laughs> I'm over here like, is, is that, that real? time where there were butt fucks? Now, now, now I'm like, worried. I wonder if the same thing's gonna happen to Gorp that happened to. <laughs> yeah, you better you better go watch those movies. You yeah. might you might get the plan. <laughs> Drake's Drake actually has to die now. <laughs> he just jumps off the planter. <laughs> now Gorp's backstory. What's that over there? The, to, to the Gorp, accent. Gorp is like the last one of his race now. Like whoa, yeah, yeah. That, that guy actually got pre- dark quick. I'm pretty sure if Drake dies, Gorp ceases, ceases to exist. I'm pretty sure that's not in this bad. podcast. In this podcast, if Drake dies, Gorp goes and does exactly how I met your dragon. Or how he actually goes and no. opens up a food cart and is more <laughs> successful than me. How dragon is way better of a story idea than how to train your dragon and how I met your mother. First, they sure. sit down, they sit down sugar and spice, up. and they're like, nay, nay. And he's like, you don't tell you how I met your dragon? Because now he owns your cart and, and is married to me. Took your life. Mm. Okay, Anyways, cool. Back to the podcast about D&D. And not the four-minute segue after you guys introduced your character. <laughs> So, as Gorp is flying around, um, you're seeing um, the, the floating gardens. And, and again, these are vibrant flowers and, and trees. And, and you can see, you know, with some effort, you could jump from platform to platform. But these are floating independently. And actually, I say with effort, like, you guys are adventurers. Five feet, six feet isn't that bad, right? Um, but it's still a pretty big jump overall. It's not like you're jumping like a foot and a half or three. Like you got to clear some distance. Um, and and that's what you see. None of you recognize anything because you've never been here before. Uh. Can I quickly orient myself uh, to the world around me at large using, like, some assumptions that I would assume to be true? Like, um, the sun still rises in the east, for example. Oh, yeah. Assume assume most navigational normalities. Sick. And I imagine Darling's already, she's just kind of going ahead of us, like, leading the way. I That's think true. she went to like the next one, looked back to make sure you were still yeah. following, and then just waiting. Her tail's ticking in seconds. Uh, 
I guess, so this is kind of new to me, but uh, this, this, I'll burn a spell slot uh, to use primeval awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I can sense whether any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead are present within one mile. Uh, actually, what kind of terrain would you say we're in? Uh, technically city because like you're in the floating garden gardens, but because it's like you know a garden or whatever, I'd say it's like probably woods or whatever. Okay, I have yeah forest. So uh, yeah, that would work miles. for me. So what? Six miles. So it's six so miles. any of those creatures within six miles because I'm within one of my favored terrains. Cool. So you need to know about each single one. Is that what we're? I just uh, I, I I will know if they are within that radius, <laughs> and I will. Uh, uh, okay. And it does. It doesn't. If you reveal... wanted me to start listing some off, I would just go through an entire <laughs> town's worth of names because I wouldn't want you to cheat the ranger of all things of any <laughs> of their features. Well, this feature doesn't reveal the creature's location or number. So you just tell okay. me if any of those boxes are checked. Uh, yeah. Immediately, the celestial box is checked. All right. Well, uh, taking a cursory glance here, uh, looks like we might be dealing with some celestial beings, some sort of uh, creatures from a higher plane. Oh, thank you, sir. Got kind of you to notice, and he'll just shimmy <laughs> down to the next step. <laughs> All right, I'll hop on Gorp and uh, make these jumps with the dragon. Yeah, wait, Gorp's huge, right? He's long. I okay, but he was he at one point was a pudgy dragon, right? Uh, you, yeah, you described you know what, he, him the first he, he, he time. He you is called described. Him pudgy? He, he, I, I call him squat and toad like. Um, so he is is a big boy, but I think his game statistics. Uh, he's a he, more I mean, he's round. I, I'm just more saying for flavor. He's a more roundish dragon. So like, he jumps and lands like it could rock. Oh, homie the, hops like a frog. Yeah. Okay. So as you're hopping from thing to thing, um, as Gorp hits the the platform you're on, rocks a little, and it's a bigger mm. platform, right? But it's like. Uh, each time. Um, and how many do you guys go? Do you just guys keep going until you're heading towards the bottom? Is that the plan? I'm following Darling. <clears throat> um, Hi, Darling. That was kind of the plan. So there's a city beneath us, and mm-hmm. um, I think you pointed out an observatory, but I'm not entirely sure where that is in relation to us. Yeah, that is um, a different city entirely. Oh, okay. Then I'm not... I'm just I was gonna... just giving you guys a little bit of a description of the world before we fell into it. Yeah, no. I'm going to head down to the city. Every RPG player knows that the scariest final boss isn't Tiamat, Vecna, or Orcus. Why? It's none other than scheduling a game! That foul beast! It's no one's fault they can't make it. Tim... So how do we get a game together that is exciting, fresh, and worth exploring? The answer is plainly... Roleplay Revolution! Roleplay Revolution allows you to generate ready-to-run adventures in minutes. It comes complete with NPCs, monsters, maps, and more. What a hoot! Your adventures can be highly complex for even the most intelligent, or as simple as you require. Isn't that right, Timmy? Roleplay Revolution has powerful tools that let you tweak your adventure after initial creation, so don't worry about all those last-minute great ideas that you come up with. You start by just throwing out some of your favorite themes, movies, games, etc., just to get the juices flowing a bit. Want to mix high fantasy with your favorite RPG title? Go crazy! A mustachioed plumbing brothers in steampunk? You got it. Your imagination is the limitation. Roleplay Revolution allows you to create the game you'd love to run, but just don't have the time to write. To spice it up even more, 
Let's assume that Tim and your other quote-unquote friends are indisposed for a long period of time. Never fear! Roleplay Revolution has an AI-powered DM named Oracle. That's nice. That will never leave and keep its time commitments. Oracle will run the adventures you generate for you. You can run the adventures solo with Oracle or have a GM for you and your friends. It's free to try, but we, Lawful Stupid, hope you'll hear this and go for the annual subscription. If you purchase the annual subscription and use the code LAWFULSTUPID at checkout, you'll get a whopping 20% off the total price. Head on over to RoleplayRev.com and let the games begin. Yeah, so you you um, hop down a couple of these platforms um, and you land in one that's got um, like foliage and flora and there's also like an older looking tree. And as you guys land and as Gorp lands, it's a and you kind of hear a creaking and out of that tree walks a um, humanoid figure with like a um, like it's like made of bark and thorns and stuff and it kind of like unfurls itself and as it unfurls itself it's got like a maw and stuff and then over that it you know slides down this mask and he says um ah darling thank god you're here uh yeah sure always here what's up around well this is embarrassing okay i don't look like who you think i am but how do you think you survived a time lord come on uh well i survived one and then i became one so here i am so who are you (laughs) i'm win i made you a time lord And why are you here and not where you're supposed to be? Oh, because it's real bad dangerous back there. Aya lost her mind. He's like points in a swirling circle towards his temple. Uh, I could tell with the picture on the door, yes. Oh, yeah. She, uh, she murdered some some guys. And, and, and by guys, I mean important people like gods. I'm out of there. I came here. Hmm. She'll look back to uh, her brother and her uncle figure. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. And that the, gets really the... weird when Darling says that. <laughs> you got to cut that out. We cannot start off on this note. You said uncle with a question mark. <laughs> You and I, as a player, are slightly confused about what Kevin is to us, but it's fine. <laughs> it's my dad's friend. It was always around a lot. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it was, but when you say it like that, it makes it real bad. <laughs> You're no, welcome. You can listen, have good you friends that roommates. aren't weird. Yeah. You exactly. We're just roommates. Yeah. In, 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 in Survivor Guy College. shared a bed. <laughs> So uh, everyone else could have more Ty just said we're trying to save money. Oh yeah, uh, Uncle. There's so uh, many kids. Drake, um, <laughs> the, the pillar gods are kind of dead. Maybe if you were to believe the stained glass pictures on the doors, and all the other gods too, uh, back in Goron, because that's not where we are right now. If that wasn't apparent with the surroundings. Hey, hold on a minute. I've got just a, just a quick question here. So, I'm expected we came through a door, we dropped down through a magical garden here, and so I'm expected to believe that this creature here is the Win. I use his name as a curse word sometimes, like, Ah, Win's fan- Phantoms. And you expect awesome. me to believe that's him. You could do I say Win's Wang. Wins Wang. I have not used that one. But seriously, <laughs> what's going on? I'm a on fan here right of alliteration. Now? 
Yeah. Well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm only inclined to believe him because he called me out as a Time Lord. Uh, not many know that, so that's fun. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I did that. That was me. I did that. You're welcome. I love you, sister of mine, but your tail's are literally ticking. Mm-hmm. You thought it was you. That's cute. I like people. No, I'm just saying. better. You could guess that you were tired. <laughs> You're saying you're wearing it. <laughs> Killing it, though. Dude, wearing the hell out of it. Uh, sure. Thanks. Uh, it's not fun. Time's a little bit wonky in the head, and she, like, makes her, uh, fingers around her head. Just to be like, not entirely sure. A little confused looking. Uh, but no, I, I'd like to claim that story as my own. If you're not home, that's my doing. <laughs> You cut me to the quick. Mm-hmm. Um, well, glad you're here. Very important news, dear. Um, you can't go back. Like just her, or? Well, any of you, really. Um, that's why you're here. To fix my problem. Um, sorry, to fix the problem. No, I'm going to go get the Grand Magus because he stole something of mine. Uh, Ooh, thieving. I like that. I mean, uh, acquiring. I was promised dragons. Uh, yes, it does relate to dragons. Uh, of, of godlike proportions? Yes. Um, she'll go and pull out the little gems that she took from the gate. Uh, somehow these relate to the Geosquam gate thing. Why don't you... Describe those gems for everybody. Um, it, they're the colored gems. I know one's black. There's a blue one, a red one, and three other different colors. They're a little bit more yeah. dull this time around. They're actually blank. They're blank like now. Clear. Even the they're, red one. They're they're clear. She'll look at them. It's like, huh. These were colored. You killed them. They're all gone. (laughs) (laughs) The people that were in there are gone now. (laughs) People. All right, listen to this, mate. Check me out. One time I was at a bar, I was having a drink. Someone poofed right into one of those things. Another time, good friend of mine went into the black one. And now my friends are gone. I came with you thinking, hoping that we could get them back. But now, you're telling me my friends are not in there. I don't know about your friends in these ones. I took these from the gate. Uh, so that's not the same one that fellow was in that night you found me at the bar. Dwayne? These are things that happen. Can you just tell her, Devin? Oh, Outside yeah, you weren't there. I, I was sure you guys weren't there. there so... Uh, <laughs> Because you were heard the story, so I just imagine that's she true, would know. It was. Like hey, you were being two others. Darling was there. <laughs> Darling was. Uh, so in my story, uh, there is a guy who he's got white hair, and he's at the bar, and he pulls out this red uh, gem, and <clears throat> I say the oh, elder. You don't word. need to tell. You don't. Uh, did, you but, don't need to say all but, that. Just tell Darling's part. Oh, well, Darling comes in afterwards and she gets the red gem from me that this guy went into. That's why I'm asking about that because the guy went into it. I told you about that too. And so you have it now. And that's a different red gem from the red gem that was in the gates during mine. Oh, no, it's the same. Okay. That's fun. Uh, I guess they are missing. Just gone, I guess. Just put them back in her bag. Oh, uh, but they did. They dragons. were There are dragons. It but relates. No friends. Can I take a look at the gems? Oh, oh, oh. I've been studying these gear squam for, I don't know, five years. I know a thing or two about their, yeah, their yeah. worship. Here. Just drop them all in your hands. All right. Thank you so much. These seem precious. Uh <clears throat> Can, can I uh, roll any sort of check, Dwayne, to, to see yeah, if I... Yeah, you can roll a history check. Know about these. Sick. 
checking one thing real quick. <laughs> Devin, you did wonderful. I I loved that. You killed him. <laughs> <laughs> is is oh, would this be an intelligence check uh, to recall information about dragons? Yes. Excellent. So I have advantage on that because they are my favorite enemy. I wish it wasn't favored enemy. I wish it was like favored. Subject. Yeah, I wish it was something better too. Uh, I had a 14, mm. sir. Okay. Yeah, with a 14, you remember these gems. You've seen them in art and books and and uh, murals of the Gios Bomb. So you know that these are supposed to be the gems that they think are um, like connected to their dragon gods. Hmm. Whatever it is that uh, makes these dragons special, the Geosporm worship, uh, they're connected some way, inexorably, to uh, to Goron. And it's possible that us coming to a different world may have disrupted that connection. That makes sense. That's my best educated guess. You want these Let back? Let me see or... them diamonds. Yeah, can I take a gander at them? I guess we'll all just take a pile of them. <laughs> Does he hand them to you? Each get two gems. Each get two. I hand, I, hand, I hand two to Osiris and I hand two back to Darlin. Which which two do you give me? They're all clear. Ones. The black and they're the all clear. clear now. No, they're clear. <laughs> oh, no. like no color, colorless. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all just colorless. Like yeah. I, I, well, I hope. I, I hold them to my sis. Friends, I hope you're in there, and I'm going to try my best to get you out. Don't you worry. Osiris is on the case. Talking to rocks. <laughs> you don't say that about them. They didn't mean it, guys. And he'll put him in his pocket. <laughs> I talked to a dragon. He didn't talk and back I talked to various people uh, that aren't there, so it's all fair game at this point. How many? Are they here now? <laughs> you, see, you hear Wenko. Uh, you, you all talk to things that aren't there? I'm pretty sure they're not there uh, because Findel is dead. And I see that guy every once in a oh, while. Oh, yeah. You see, what? You see Findel? Mm-hmm. Right now? <laughs> She'll look around just to look. This joke is so relevant right now, I have to tell it. It's, it's, hey, let's go ahead and put this aside for the time being. The time being? Wait, wait, is wait. He, is he here now? Did you Did see the time being? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Darling, is the time being? <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Yeah, she'll look around for Findle. Like, no, he's not here right now. One time I saw Kristoff, and that was weird. Me too. Just a nod. <laughs> if you see Findle again, let me know. Been meaning to talk to that guy. Yeah, sure. Is <laughs> he here like, right now? Happy really cool I forgot about that tie. Oh, that was so good. Um, yeah, so when um, is like with you guys and, and just um, right? Uh, so you brought six gems. That's cute. Uh, but yeah, the Grand Magus. He's 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 a bad problem um, for you guys, but he's also a problem for me. So if you could just take care of him. What exactly is a uh, Grand Magus? He's like some a like smart a smart wizard. Yeah, it's like a mage, but grander, the oh. grandest even. We know if he's weak to bullets. Probably. I mean, he's mortal. If you can get past his magic, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and we just go take care of him, and then we're done? Well, then we'll be yeah. able to get the time cradle thing, and then that What's will be mine. And we'll f- some object that helps you go back in time? I don't know, exactly figured it out. Aren't you it's the time a fail thing. What are you going back in time for, sis? 
I don't need to go back in time, but it's now mine. You so Paul kind of fucked it? up and used it, and then he ended up in the coma. So that's fine. My, my Wait, brother Paul is in a coma. <laughs> what? My brother, whatever he is to me, is in a coma. Your coma. Don't stop my talking. Roommate, I'm sorry. You're not fine. My this roommate's thing. kid. My roommate's my, kid is in a coma. Your nephew. <laughs> you should take him to wrestling practice. <laughs> <laughs> One time he put his onesie on the back, which is just saying it was so cute. Mm, yeah. I had All used right. too much time. It, it wasn't great. So, so we're, we're, just to recap here, uh, <laughs> we're getting the time cradle. Uh, That's what I got, yeah. From the great powerful wizard. Yup. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Because he... Because you want it? Because it's yours you, and you want it? You and you stole it from your me. Map. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. I, uh, I had a friend once get stolen from me into a gym, and I haven't gotten them back yet. So perhaps we'll add that to your list of things to get back, because it's not. It's yours, and they're mine. <laughs> yeah. I'm with sense. you, though. We'll find your thing first, go back in time, and save mine. And then <laughs> it feels like that's a fair get, bargain. Get my best friend awake. Mm-hmm. All right. And somehow dragons are tied within it. I'm not entirely sure yet. I haven't figured out that connection, but I figured you were the best one to figure that out. feel like I've been sold a false bill of goods, but all right, I'm here now. There's no way to get home. With no way home. <laughs> so, That's my problem. So, sounds like uh, <laughs> I'm in. Excellent. All right. Well, I'm glad we all have our orders. Do, do we know what this guy looks like? He's grand. An asshole. All right. Write it down. Check. check. All right, okay. sister. I know you're really good at uh, <laughs> Listen, certain illusionary magic. Could you, could you guys can... quit drawing stars on pieces of paper? That's not what she meant. <laughs> you, you're really good at illusionary magics. Maybe you could conjure some sort of image of him so we would know what we're looking for. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so to that point, that. no. To that point, you see Wen raise up his hand and open his palm, and you see the swirl of like green magic and leaves kind of appear before his above his hand, and it stops and the leaves just kind of drop, and you hear Wen say, "Blast! You do it, darling." Uh, yeah. Uh, she's gonna try. Um. Sorry, I wanted to make sure if I can press to digitate it or if I have to use a spell slot for my thing. I thought you had minor illusion, my bus. I do not have minor illusion. I thought You'd I did. You think a fox folk would? Yeah, I, I, I genuinely I have thought it was. Flame. I'm just saying, uh, you think that would come with a race? I, th- I, I, th- I, th- I thought it was a racial feat. I did, but you produce flame yeah. like a like a fairy fire, will o' wisp kind of situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mozilla Firefox okay. browser. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can use prestidigitation. You can create a non-magical trinket or an illusionary image that could fit in your hand that lasts until the end of your next turn. So I was thinking... Tiny tiny Grand Magus. Tiny, well, like like a little yeah. photo frame, like the little round ones. Oh, yeah. And just, like, produce one of those in her palm. Of the dude. Yeah. You present, right. you present the image of the Grand Magus, which we all know is... A handsome, powerful wizard, covered in blue. He's got a shield and a staff, and a beard. And what's your fight with him there, Win? Why do you Wait. want this? Uh, so Darling wants this guy taken out because mm-hmm. he's got a stuff. But yeah, what's your deal? Uh, yeah, he's a bad dude. You know, he should be stopped. Like heroes do. You guys are heroes, right? Stopped from what? I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Something bad. All I know is he's got a cradle. Yeah, with t- of time, the time cradle. That's bad. What? What would you say if I would hypothetically say the Grand Magus has this time cradle because he wants to go back in time and stop you from stubbing your toe three months ago? He wants to. He wants to I, do a really good thing with it. It's dangerous. As somebody who's dabbled in in uh, the manipulation of time before. Um, 
Don't recommend it if you don't have a lot of experience. You may or may not make a uh, societal murder of your family. So so we're not going to get the tail of the cradle of time back for our sister and then go back and save Osiris's best friend from being eaten by a rock. Well, I'm certainly not going to do that. So we have to go get the the title of crime back. We have to go get the title of crime back. (laughs) And... That's and a different artifact. <laughs> what does it do? Tell me what that does. Is it- so we can never use it. <laughs> so we can safeguard it. Also good From point. the grandest magus. What's the goal here? Yeah. That's a good question. Uh, My friend is stuck in it. Ah, uh, Your we friends go. too, eh? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, both your friends are stuck in cradles. Six. Wait a second, are you friends with babies? <laughs> is that? <laughs> well, everybody Are these your children? No. Hmm. All right. Uh, Shane and Devin, what are your passive perceptions? Uh, my passive perception is an 18. Mine has gone up since her level up. Mine is 16. Um, I'm sure Darling's is like 97 right now. 42. <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah, that's good, dude. <clears throat> um, Darling and... <sighs> Fucking, why do I want to keep calling Shane's character Osiris? My name is Drake. <laughs> Yeah, I don't sound Osiris. like anybody else or anything. <laughs> There's no Shane's, one in this episode. Shane's character is <laughs> Drake. And Drake and Darlin, you guys see, while you guys are kind of talking, be like, all right, well, hold on. We're going to use it. We're not going to use it. And, and you're kind of bickering uh, a little between each other. That Wim backs up and, like, mounts himself back up under the tree and fades back into the tree. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, Weird. Well, we know who we're looking for. So mm-hmm. there's that. Let's go find him. Do we know he's here in this world? Dwayne. Darling, you know that. You you know okay. that you go into the door, mm-hmm. that he was supposed to be behind this door, whatever that means. Uh, all evidence that I've found pointed towards this door, so he's somewhere here. Well, then we only got one world to explore. That's easy. No, I trust you. Just follow you there. We're here for a reason, for sure. It's it's the reason door, like Imagineer says. If anything you do with purpose will will lead you into the wrong <laughs> location. <laughs> <laughs> And so Darlin leads. Yep, back to the ground. Yep. And and we watch as our adventurers, <clears throat> our, our reunited siblings, to um, reunited family friends, um, descend down these gardens. And and some like these platforms, some of them are more vibrant than others. Some of them you land in, and you're kind of like landing in bristles and thorn bushes and stuff. Um, but they're definitely like these rare and well manicured things. Uh, some of them less so as you and your party leap from them with a, a large toad-like dragon, um, kind of disturbing some of the garden. Um, and that's the image we see as, as we close up the first episode is your heroes jumping from platform to platform. Um, and to, to Darling, to do a, a service to you, um, there was a inter- intermediary piece of this that I didn't communicate to you, but you picked up on pretty quickly, which you went through this door chasing the Grand Magus because he has the cradle of time. What you don't have, because I, I felt to send you a message, is that one of 
those visions of these guardians uh, would have told you that the Grand Magus is, is planning something with the Cradle of Time and that you have to stop them. And, and mm-hmm. darling, what you would have learned is those images, those uh, people that you see, whether you want to admit it to yourself or not, that's your Time Lord presence and power kind of guiding you, trying to guide you. So you know that sometimes you trust these images um, and other times you it's not that you don't trust them. It's just sometimes when like Vindel will tell you something, you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But then when Rowan tells you something, it's more ethereal and you're like, ah. So they never command you. They're almost advising you of the timelines and, and the timey-wimey stuff of it. Mm-hmm. So you, your, your psyche doesn't get overwhelmed. That's how she has coped with it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So that's where we're going to end. Episode one of season two. In a whole new world. Gotta keep her eyes open. I'm into it. Uh, all right, cool. So let me move you on to um, the end of this episode, which uh, Shane, that brings yes. around to you, my boy. Yes. Oh, oh. damn it! Oh. <laughs> just left. <laughs> just left the meeting. All right, Shane is no longer doing roles for humanity. He up. <laughs> <laughs> Click the wrong button? Yeah. <laughs> okay, welcome back. <laughs> so yeah, mad. My, my recording's all good. I just closed out my Chrome browser. Yeah. Trying to trying to pull up the Here we go. Uh yeah. So This month uh we'll be rolling for the uh Bridges Domestic Violence Center. Uh this is a domestic violence center uh that is dedicated to helping victims and survivors find a pathway to safety and independence. Uh, it's a non-for-profit, non-discriminatory organization uh, that offers life-changing services and programs. Uh, they are a worthwhile organization worth our dollars and yours, and we will be rolling for them right now. Oh, no. Drake doesn't have any easily accessible zero modifier. There we go. Nope, oh, no, no, I made a character <laughs> really good. <laughs> no, it's, I'm in max. I got one negative one. All right, here we go. Uh, so it's going to be a 13. Uh, 13. Coming from us to Bridges DBC. And uh, we hope you, that you'll join us. <sighs> All right. Are we doing dad for jokes this season? For season two, we're not going to do dad jokes. We're just going to do jokes. Now, I may happily live on dad jokes. That's me. Um, but you don't have to. Okay. Um, and no All long-winded right. jokes, especially if ping pongs are involved. I'll, I got one. Balls. It might be a little bit, but it'll be worth it. I promise. Just the one time. This is the Go ping ahead. pong balls all over it's not, again. It's not. It's all not. All right. Dating a girl with an OnlyFans is a lot like having your own private reserve parking spot. Anyone and everyone can see it, but only you actually get to use it. And and to credit, I stole that from Ginger's bot that he plugged in to a dad joke API, and that's one of the first things it came out with. It was good. <laughs> Some of those jokes are a little risky, though. If you know what I'm talking about, I, I, you know yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> uh huh. No, that's for crew-only jokes at this yeah. point. <laughs> All right, I'll go. <clears throat> good. There's a guy. I saw this this chili advertised on TV. And he's he's a big fan of chili, and he keeps saying that it's on there. It's world famous chili. Uh, if you're anyone who's anyone, you've got to have it. And so he saves up money for a while, and he's going to take a trip down to Texas because he lives he lives way up north. Finally, gets the money to go down. He drives down there. He finds the place. He runs in. There's one guy at the bar, and he runs up to the bartender and he says, "Hey, I need a bowl of your world famous chili right now. I've driven here through the night. 
Um, I've spent all this money. I, I, I gotta have it. And the guy says, hey, man, I'm sorry. He's kind of cleaning out a boy. He says, that guy over there at the end of the bar, he got the last bowl. If you want it, you're going to have to hit him up before he starts eating it. He runs down there, kind of knocking over chairs, and he gets to the guy. And he says, sir, please, please, I'll give you anything for this bowl of chili. I've driven here for this bowl of chili. And the guy kind of slowly looks up at him, and he looks down at the bowl of chili again. He says, hey, man, you can, you can just have it. And then he gets up to leave, uh, and he kind of, and then he turns as the guy starts digging into it, and the guy's he's eating it up, and it's going all over his face, everywhere, just dripping down his shirt. And he gets to the bottom of it, and the bottom of it is a dead rat. And he looks at it, and he looks at the guy who had ate it before, and he just throws up into the bowl again, fills it right back to the top, and that guy said, "Yeah, that's as far as I got to." That was an old church cam joke before Yucky. breakfast. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Avon, anything is better than that. <laughs> that was just gross. What did the triangle say to the circle? What did hey, the man, triangle you're say? You're not around. To the oh no, that's it. Go ahead. I don't think you see my point. No, that's not it. You're close. I'm I'm three times the shape you are. <laughs> I'm gonna put my point in you. <laughs> no, you're, not you're getting, pointless. Uh, you never take my side. You're pointless. You're pointless. You're pointless. Yeah, pointless. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Shane, tell me a joke. Uh, okay, so a horse walks into a bar. Uh, the bartender recognizes him. He's in there all the time, and so. The bartender asks the horse, he goes, hey, man, are you an alcoholic? And the horse says, I think not. And then he just vanishes. He disappears. Poof. Now, some of you out there are probably thinking, like, maybe some philosophy students. You're like, ah, I get what you're talking about. This is, you know, I think, therefore I am. He didn't think, therefore he isn't. Um, I could have explained that part first, but that would have been putting Descartes before the horse. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Mm. That was good. Uh, all right. Well, I'm not doing the butthole thing. Anymore I just either. want everybody I'm to know. Done. No, you're not doing the fucking butthole thing. That's season that's a, one. It's that's, done. That's it's died. It's done. dead. You gotta figure something else out I for season two. Oh, so what's the thing? I'm okay. Nope. Give me a second. No. Stall. 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 No, what, we're just gonna item? say. <laughs> it got stuck in my zipper. It's a wiener thing. I love you. Love you. Bye. It's still the whole thing. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>